Welcome to the Sheffield Digital Podcast. I'm Ian Broom, Community Manager for Sheffield Digital, and I'm joined by directors Mel Kanarek and Chris Diamond. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or any podcast player that you fancy. For more information, head to sheffield.digital slash podcast. Before we get going and before we chat to Chris, we uh, just want to point everyone to the previous episode, which was um, uh, we had uh, Mark Gannon from Sheffield City Council on the show. Really interesting to hear him talk about um, the partnership that the council have with uh, Sheffield Digital now and um, his plans and what's going on. We've had, I think, positive feedback generally, haven't we, from, uh, well, not generally, entirely uh, from the episode. So that's great. Yeah, I hope that continues when we actually release some of the plans around what we're what we're planning to do um i haven't had a chance to speak to mark since we recorded the podcast directly but i'm seeing him on friday and we're gonna well friday from when we're recording this not when this is going to be released which will probably be it will have already next happened week sometime yeah um but i'm talking to him this friday um and we're going to go through through the stuff that's basically going to form um, the briefing paper that we're putting out before the conflab on the 21st. So that will basically have more detail about how how this coalition of digital leaders in the city, um, how we see it working, which groups and which kind of areas of, of, um, uh, of interest um, they're going to be, well, not responsible for, but active in and, and how we think they could, uh, we could all jointly share information about what's going on and, and, uh, initiatives that, um, people are being, are being put forward and are being progressed and, uh, in some cases are being completed. And we were talking about the, uh, digital conflab, which is going to be, uh, later in September. Yeah. Uh, later on in this show. Um, so there's a blog post out about that and it's on Eventbrite and people are signing up to it. Um, I think we've made, we've made 50 tickets available to start with, with a contingency for 60. Um, and we're up to about 35 now. So there's still places, but you know, people are, people are registering pretty regularly and have done over the last few days. And I'll put links to all of this stuff in, um, in the show notes. So on the, the page for this episode on the uh, Sheffield Digital website. So Mel, um, you visited um, Factory 2050 uh, this week, which is uh, the building and place setting for the work done by AMRC, and you took along a load of people from the digital sector. So can you report back on how that went? I can. We had a really interesting couple of hours up at the factory. Altogether, we had um, 18 different people came from 13 different digital companies in the city and we were given an introduction to factory 2050 and the work of the amrc how the amrc has grown up over time and what kind of things they're doing but most specifically the our guide for the event was rab scott who's the head of digital up at the amrc and he was talking about why he wanted to make connections with the digital community in sheffield and why manufacturers need to be speaking to digital companies and there we there was a lot of discussion around um, do manufacturers even realize that they have problems that could be solved with digital solutions? Um, do they know where to start? Do digital companies have an idea of what kind of problems are out there that they're, they might be able to offer solutions to? So there was a lot of kind of 
background sharing that went on. Um, but after that, we got to go down onto the main floor of Factory 2050, where we got to tour around all the different demonstrator projects that they've got there. So we saw um, work that's being done with robots to uh, lay bricks so that they're not laid too regularly and look like a human has done it. And we saw a project where they're actually building a caterham racing car in order to look at how they integrate all the different systems that they're working into an actual real manufacturing process. We saw, saw lots of work around um, how you can use digital working alongside a human so that you can have highly skilled uh, human manufacturing people doing jobs that they don't do very often. So the computerized side of it brings in, these are the parts that you need, this bit goes here, this bit goes there, and then the skills of the individual are used to make sure the assembly is done properly. We were shown things, I didn't even know this existed, but there are smart tools out there for example, a torque wrench. So when you tighten up a bolt, it knows exactly how far you've tightened it and it can tell you if you've tightened it too much or not enough. But at the same time, it can send that data to the central system. So there's then an audit trail of how much every single bolt was tightened up and whether it was intolerances. You start to think about how much data is being collected if you've got smart tools on a factory floor all doing that and all sending information back. That kind of blew my mind. And then I think perhaps one of my favorite bits of the tour was when we were shown um, the, let me get the right words for it. Um, it was the table of shiny dead things or something along that line. Um, and it was various bits of 3D VR kit that they'd been playing with, but had now been superseded. And it was amazing just in the course of about 18 months, how many different bits of kit they'd been through and that were now no good or particularly weren't ergonomically suitable. Um, but then we got to see a HoloLens in action and various other bits of VR kit. So lots of fun stuff. Um, if you're hearing me talk about this and thinking, wow, I really wish I could have gone to that event. I'd really like to have a look around and find out more about that then get in touch with me because I can probably organize another tour for people who didn't go up this time. And I think the people who were there found it really interesting and really kind of opened their eyes to the sorts of stuff that's going on in manufacturing and the ways that perhaps digital could get involved in that. And as I said before, this was just the first in a what will be a series of events and a series of engagements. And we hope to get to the point where we're getting manufacturers coming in with actual problems that they can present to us. And then we can actually, or you know, digital companies can actually pitch ideas and solutions to that. But that will be a little bit further down the line. So that's my very quick rattle through, but it was a really good evening and I hope we can do it again. What, what um, companies went on it? So there was 13 companies that took part? Is yes, that right? there were. So but not which specifically necessarily, but what kinds of companies? So was, there was a real spread. So we had everything from software development companies to companies working with VR, um, not in manufacturing at all, but in things like um, entertainment and um, arts applications and that kind of thing. Um, we had people who are working in security and particularly security for the Internet of Things and security for connected devices, which was really yeah, a hot big, topic. Big issue. Um, and then also uh, people who do systems that either 
are already being used by manufacturing or perhaps our systems in other sectors like, for example, retail, that could be um, repurposed across into manufacturing as well. Right. Did you get a sense um, from the people on the manufacturing side um, uh, that they are currently familiar with the digital sector and like companies and name like names of companies like just who who we are how how much how much how much knowledge do they come how much do we need to educate them in some way and tell them what we can do and so how there, much they already know there weren't actually any manufacturers there okay. last night there were just the staff from the AMRC um the the next stage is to try and get a meetup that's got manufacturers and digital people together the sort of general feeling around that is that the very large manufacturers are on top of this. Um, they know that they know that their processes are all digital now. They know that every business is digital now, and they're actively looking for the ways that digital can support them. Um, what Rab was talking about is the SME end of manufacturing and how you know that's a huge part of the sector, but they're really not knowledgeable about what digital might be able to do. For a lot of them, it hasn't even occurred to them that there might be a digital solution. And one of the things that Rab pointed out is that engagement with digital can start quite small. And he had a, an electric, um, a multimeter that you use for measuring current. And he said, for some manufacturers, it just starts with them putting a multimeter on the main electricity feed. And then they can see when they're using different bits of equipment, how much their energy usage goes up and down. And then they're starting to collect data that's useful in terms of energy usage and what that costs them and efficiency and how efficiently are they using their different pieces of machinery. And that quite often, something as simple as that is their first step in to starting to think about digital, starting to think about data in particular, and what they can do with it. And once you start to think about data, then you have to start thinking about well, what's the architecture for this? How are we collecting it? Where are we collecting it? How are we going to store it? How are we going to analyze it? How are we going to use it to make decisions? And that's where they really need help from the digital people who are familiar with that and are thinking about that all the time. So we have some upcoming events that we will go through now, a couple of them we mentioned previously, um, but others not. So we're going to start out with the uh, business on, uh, sorry, that's not right, FSB Business Breakfast on Brexit, which is very difficult to say, especially if you then carry on and say, with Paul Blomfield, <laughs> MP. I just put that in there, especially for you. And it's on Burton Street as well. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Um, so that's happening on the 15th of September. Um, any more detail on that that we need to share? Uh, no, it's it's part of Paul Blomfield, who is on the um, the Shadow Committee for Brexit. It's part of his. Um, uh, he's doing these big conversations. I seem to remember someone else doing some big conversations um, a few years ago <laughs> uh, to to engage with um, local business about Brexit, and that's one of the events. Um, so I'm going along to that, and if there's anything interesting, I'll report back. Okay. Um, Opportunities for Sheffield Business, which is on the 27th of September. And Chris, you are speaking at yes, that. Yes, I'm speaking at that. We mentioned this last time. Is this an event that people can go to? I believe so. I know it's organised by the Chamber, so I think it's gone out to Chamber, chamber members. Um, I'm not sure, actually. We're, again, we're meeting on Friday um, to to go through it and, and work out what it is. Um, okay. Um, 
then there is a new meetup series called Experts Talks. Yeah, so um, I just found out about, about this today. It's uh, a new net, um, sort of uh, speaking series by um, Equal Experts, who are a consultancy, and they're starting a new meetup called Experts Talk, and the first one's on October the 3rd. Um, it should uh, it should appear in our events calendar um, pretty soon. It looks interesting. It's basically a, a consultancy is you know digital delivery consultancy. So they've got people, professionals talking about their practice. Okay, sounds good. Um, next we have uh, how do we say this? Do we say bin at it's Sheffield? Bin at Sheffield. We actually do yeah. say that. Okay. Bin has sounds. There's innovation in there, isn't there? Yeah, Business Innovation, Innovation Network, Network, I think, yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know if it's an international or just a European thing. I know that Portugal are involved Yeah, as well. so it's a collaboration between the Sheffield Universities and the University of Porto, and they used to kind of host, you know, share the hosting or alternate the hosting every year, every couple of years or something. But I think now Sao Paulo's involved as well in Brazil, so I think it is now international, and they take it in turns to host, mm-hmm. and this year it's Sheffield's turn. Um, and the particular theme this year is digitalization. So they're looking at three strands, one digitalization of health and well-being, one digitalization of manufacturing and industry, and one digitalization of cities. So, you know, three topics that are quite close to our hearts yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, it's a really interesting opportunity for businesses and academia to get together to really talk about the cutting edge of where research and technology is in those areas. So, um, and it's one of, there's a bunch of things that are all happening at the beginning of November. So, uh, it's worth keeping an eye out for. Um, we, we, I, I'd imagine that either as Sheffield Digital or individually, we're going to be involved in some way in sessions. Well, the, the organizers have been, have, have already been in touch asking if, there are people who would like to get involved in running sessions or contributing to sessions. I don't have a great deal of information. Um, I would suggest probably looking at their website. It's Mark Sanders. Oh no. It was Mark it Sanderson at the university, was, yeah. but I think he's off sick at the moment, unfortunately. But there is a team at the University of Sheffield who are organizing it so if you're interested and want to find out more about how you could get involved then get in touch with us and we can put you in touch with the people at the university who are organizing yeah we should get in touch with them and and put a blog post up explaining it a bit more and how to get involved in it because yeah yeah, it's a good opportunity yeah it's more work for ian (laughs) (laughs) marvelous so and that's the 30th of october and through to the first of november yeah um then we have on the 9th November, uh, Made Festival. Yeah, so this is the the one day Sheffield Festival for Entrepreneurs, Made Entrepreneurs Festival, um, which happens every year, um, and it's a good opportunity to network and to see talks from you know successful business people in across lots of different industries, mm-hmm. and there's bound to be some tech there. Yeah, I've oh. heard heard it's very sort of motivational and inspiring, so worth yeah, popping along to. That kind of thing, but actually, interestingly, there's there's always fringe events as well, so it might be worth out worth looking out for interesting fringe events. I know a few people have been in touch to say that they're thinking of organising some fringe events as well. So, um, so yeah, we'll probably have more on that close to the time. Okay, um, and then finally, on the fifth of November, to go back in time slightly from the Maid Festival, four days, um, the Horasis Horasis 
Harassus. Harassus. Harassus China meeting. That sounds extremely important. Yeah, Har- well, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah, so Chris is looking at me like I know all about this. Um, I wish I did. Um, again, this is uh, the universities working with colleagues from China looking at... It's the city region. Oh, it's the whole city region. Well, it's, yeah, the Sheffield, the combined authority or right. LEP and the universities have been part, you know, partners in putting this or bringing this to Sheffield because yeah. um, it's quite a big coup, I think, yeah. to, for it to be here. Yeah. So this is the, the Harassis project has been going on for a while. Um, I've seen stuff about it before. I think there's part of it this year is a, an opportunity to pitch your business to Chinese investors as well. Um, I think the deadline for that may have passed, but I'm not sure. So I'm making a mental note to myself. I should be much better prepared on these events uh, rather than just showing up and going, hmm, don't know. <laughs> but um, it is a big deal that it's happening. And I think it ties in a lot with a lot of the Chinese investment that's going on in the city at the yeah. moment. Yeah, as I understand it, Harassus is a, it's like a global um, thought leadership network. It's it's been described as like um, the World Economic Forum light, oh. um, but it's mainly centered around China, India, and other parts of the developing world, I guess. Um, but they do the China meeting in different places, and uh, for the first time it's here in Sheffield, so um, there's going to be a lot of um, very important people in the city. Um, so any way that local businesses can get involved, if there's a pitching opportunity or networking, it'll probably take the opportunity to make some international connections. So we'll find out more and get some useful information out there. Ian, can I add one more thing, which isn't on your magic list? Of course. So um, I've been having a lot of interesting conversations recently about the idea of setting up a cybersecurity meetup in Sheffield, particularly around um, boosting uh, the visibility of the substantial cybersecurity expertise that we have in the city and sort of putting Sheffield on the map in terms of being a hub for cyber. So if you think you'd be interested in coming along to a meetup, can you get in touch with me so I can make sure that I let you know when it's happening? Thank you. <laughs> um, you're welcome. Mel, we've got some good news from Wandisco. We have some really great news that just came in today, today being the 6th of September when we're recording. So I'm all, well, we're all absolutely thrilled that Wandisco are going to be joining us as a company member. Um, this is uh, exactly this, what we need to see in the city is, as well as all the great smaller businesses that are engaging with us and getting involved, is having the large players connecting with us, supporting us, not just financially, but you know, with their backup. Um, so we literally just found about out about it today. Really pleased. I'm going to go and see them tomorrow, find out more about what they're doing, what they'd like to be doing. Uh, we'll get something up on the website about it in due course. But yeah, big up to them. Really good to have them on board. And we also had uh, our Heart Analytics sign up last week as well, which is another company member. We did, so we can make this our memberships big up section, can't we, I suppose? And why not? Um, we did. And uh, Scott Story as well, signed yep. up as an individual member. Um, and if uh, you'd like to become a member of Sheffield Digital, then um, you can go to the website, sheffield.digital slash memberships, and there's all sorts of information there. That would be ace. 
So last week we talked about uh, the various uh, maker hubs in Sheffield and their progress. Um, we've had some feedback from uh, Joe Dryman on the Sheffield Digital Slack. Um, he says, great podcast again. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. Much appreciated. Um, he refers to the Makerspace update that we talked about and um, and he, he suggested, and it's a good idea, that we uh, remind people of existing spaces um, in Sheffield. So we think that would be a good thing to do. And he's been kind enough to provide some examples. Um, and you'll know more about these because these mm-hmm. are not familiar to me. So Hardware Hackers in Portland Works. Yeah, there's Sheffield Hackspace, Hardware, um, Sheffield Hardware Hackers and Makers. We make works at Roco, which is, is that a new thing? Yeah, so that that's the the Roco's new makerspace that they've just opened. Um, so they had their their first event last week, I think, wasn't it? Um, what do people do? Can you give? Uh, I hope I don't know if I'm providing the voice of everyone listening here, or I'm <laughs> being an, personally being an idiot. But yeah. well, when we when we say a makerspace or a maker hub, what do we mean? So yeah, makerspaces, fab labs. Um, they're basically space, spaces that have tools fundamentally so if you want to make stuff you can go to these places and you can make stuff there um and they have you know some of them because because a lot of um tools are digital so a lot of you know um small scale manufacturing equipment is now available like 3d printers and laser cutters and um cnc programmable cnc machines and you know vinyl cutters and knitting machines and you know there's all sorts of things that you can program you know program to make stuff as well as um traditional tools um so sheffield hackspace um have a lot of uh those kinds of you know the kind of um digital fabrication type things um but they've also got woodworking and metalworking and a a little and a forge i think they've got a forge they're certainly planning on building one um but yeah so basically they they all cover different types of equipment and different kinds of uses and expertise, but they're places that you can go if you want if you've got an idea for making something or want to find out how to make something, or you want to meet people that are that are also into making the kinds of things that you are, and share expertise. So that's 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 the the idea. Are they pay, um, do you have to pay or is it? Yeah, they they have different models. So some of them you pay a one time thing to go or do a workshop there. Um, others you, you, um, pay a regular subscription, um, to, to have access to the space. Um, so we, we did back in, I think it was February, we did a, a platform event. We took over the platform, um, event at the, um, workstation and we got, um, r- people who run, um, some of Sheffield's makerspaces to come and talk about what they do so um there's a I, we wrote it up and put their presentations up there um so so yeah so there's sheffield hardware hackers and makers that run the sheffield hackspace at portland works um there's the roco um that have just started up um so back in february they were talking about their plans and now their plans are actually real um uh, there's access space of course which is you know one of the oldest sort of hacker spaces um in the uk they they run uh, their refab lab in there. Um, there's also Makers on the Edge, which um, James Wallbank runs, which is um, basically a shop where you can go and learn how to do laser cutting and make things and then sell them in, in the shop. That's on Aberdale Road. Um, there's uh, Crate, uh, Crate Learn Sell, is it? I can never remember which three words they use, which... Uh, um, is the one that's run by Hantu Collective, where they get 
people who are unemployed and neats um, and teach them how to do laser cutting and how to make things in a space just off Air Street. Um, so those are the main ones. Uh, we're expecting there to be a makerspace of some kind in Collider as well, possibly. Uh, I think that's maybe what Joe was referring to we were talking about last week. Um, but yeah, and then the, the, our universities have got similar spaces. Um, Sheffield Hallam have got amazing maker facilities at um, the Sheffield Institute for the Arts, which is in the old post office building on Fitzalan Square. Um, so there's opportunities as students, and I, I think there's opportunities for the public to get involved in, in things there as well. Um, but yeah, there, there really should be better signposting to all the things that are available. Um, but if if you want to make something, um, then um, you know, get on Sheffield Digital Slack, and um, I'm sure people will point you at the best place to go and do it. There's also, I think, there's a hobbyist channel as well. If you're doing stuff with electronics, there's quite a few people that are, um, are interested in making stuff with Arduinos and Raspberry Pis and micro bits and stuff like that. So that's kind of part of it too. I will dig out uh, links to all of this stuff and put them in the uh, show notes as well, so that will provide a space to uh, to find some information. Um, and I think that's it. Um, Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Ian. Everyone else has left the room, just me and you now, but uh, thank you. Um, thanks to Mel, of course, and uh, thanks to uh, Chris Bryant for joining us. It's absolutely fascinating listening to him talk about his incredible achievements. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast in uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they call it these days, um, or any app that you particularly prefer to use. Um, and you can find out more in general about the podcast at sheffield.digital slash podcast. And um, if you want to discuss the show uh, or this episode in particular, you can do so um, on the uh, community Slack in the podcast channel, um, or you can just sort of say hello on Twitter and uh, mention something. That's it. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll speak to you next time. Bye.